Also, Hot Linda's not impressed me. Someone else who isn't impressed with me either is my actual girlfriend, Hot Claudia, because oh. <laughs> I put up a, I put up an, a, a, an Instagram story of the first Snapchat from Hot Linda coming in, and I said, uh, "It's got a Snapchat from someone called Hot Linda. <laughs> who, who is who is Hot Linda, and why is she Snapchatting me?" Hot Linda, looking for a Valentine? Um, so I stuck that on my Instagram story and my real girlfriend, Hot Claudia, has, uh, she replied and she says, excuse me? WTF? Ooh. Looking for a Valentine? Question mark. WTF again? Lots of exclamation marks. And I replied to her, haha, I can confirm Hot Linda is a scam. Oh, also, by the way, um, Hot Linda was sending me very, very, where's that coming from? Oh, this bloody mm. computer. Uh, Ding dong! Is that hot, oh, Linda? hot Linda? It's hot Linda. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hot Linda was sending me very risky looking links that I definitely didn't oh. I didn't click on. So I replied to Hot Claudia and I said, um, "I can confirm Hot Linda is a scam." Sad face. And Hot Claudia goes, "Scam? Never heard of a Snapchat scam. Looks like you saved someone called Hot Linda. Gonna have to find <gasps> her and make her cold, Linda." Oh, Claudia is not happy. Do you know what really annoys me, though, is like actually when people send pictures like that, whether it's a scam or not, whether it's a picture of your bits or your boobs, no one wants to see that. And you know, it's actually a crime now. It is a crime now. Yeah. Um, It's a crime. No, hang on. It's not a a crime to send nudes. It's It's a crime to share other people's nudes. But I also think that there was legislation passed that it's actually a crime to send them as well, like unsolicited. Well, it's a un- form of um, har- harassment. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think, yeah, if it's unsolicited, yeah. But I don't think, I mean, if you're, if both parties are up for it, I don't think that's a crime. No, but I mean, like, like no, sending unsolicited, yeah, unsolicited yeah, yeah. being the key word here, which is exactly what Hot Linda has done. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm going to report Hot Linda's hot ass. To, yeah. uh, <laughs> if your girlfriend has listened to this podcast she's going to be absolutely raging with you I know in fairness Hot Linda did send me a picture of her breasts but I, it's de- like that is definitely a stock image of someone's breasts do you know yeah it's a scam it's a scam it's a scam um, but I, I, I you know you have to admire Hot Linda trying to slide into the old DMs on the weekend of Valentine's Day yeah you know? yeah exactly and in fairness <laughs> I'd say a lot of people were like yes <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the woman finally, of my dreams. Finally, the world is looking out for me. Someone called Hot Linda is sending me pictures of breasts two days before Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's a bit much, isn't it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be happy. I have. I was once sent um, an unsolicited picture of down there by a man and uh, haunted me. I thought it was just the most disgusting thing ever. I didn't know him. Just slid into my Instagram DMs and I thought it was the most disgusting thing ever. That's no mad. One, Oh no! No one ever enjoys it. Like an unsolicited picture of your bits, just don't do it. If you're thinking about sending one, just don't do it. If it's unsolicited, absolutely don't do it. No. And did you have any inclination as to who that man was? No, no idea. It was one of these like bot accounts. Like again, it probably was like it probably wasn't even the actual person who was behind the Instagram account. You yeah. know that way. It was one of those bot well, accounts. But I don't know. Like I, I wonder about people about lads who send unsolicited dick pic to randomers like right so you'd 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 probably and, and nothing else they're just sending you a dick pic right mm. i i 
you'd probably assume and I would assume that that person is that person who's in the picture but like for the likes of Hot Linda say who are sending like links and obviously it's a scam link that I would that, that Hot Linda hopes I would yeah, click and I then I'm done out of money jazz. Hot Linda is not a real person no but but who do you actually think Hot Linda, Hot Linda is is it like like a software bot that some like I don't know say Russian gang are, are trying to set up to do people out of money or is it like some some 16 year old Irish fella in Athlone in his bedroom who is who is who has set up um, I don't know some sort of PayPal scam and is using Hot Linda as his front? I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know. It's just very weird. I just know that it's very unsettling. Like not to get too deep. I thought that was the attention for this podcast, but really it is unsettling when you get a picture of strangers bits sent to your phone. It's like oh, like yeah. no. It's 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 awful. Yeah, very um, strange. Well, yeah. So hate to break it to you, Jazz. Uh, you started this weekend with one girlfriend, and you will still be finishing this weekend maybe with zero girlfriends probably, because Claudia is not happy yeah probably zero girlfriends Claudia is not happy about a Claudia, hot Claudia isn't going to be happy until hot Linda is cold Linda her words not mine cold Linda <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love that um, and I said Athlone by the way because apparently it came out today that apparently Athlone is Ireland's most romantic town Wow! Which is there absolute, you go. Absolutely. West Meads. Um, Athlone News. Athlone. Oh, here, I saw it somewhere. It's not coming up for me now. Athlone. <laughs> we know where Jazz is going on the summer holidays. But Athlone is actually lovely. I went to Athlone last year. It's very nice. There you go. Ireland's most romantic town. Head uh, of Valentine's Day. Athlone is great. I we drove the boat there during um, last summer when we rented the boat on the Shannon, and we went all the way to Athlone from Carrick and Shannon, and went to a lovely, lovely and Italian restaurant in Athlone. And Jesus, we we ate and drank the night away. We were all wearing white. Yeah, <laughs> because well, see, you know, you know, you shouldn't really like eat spaghetti bolognese when you're wearing white. We were we decided to have a white party on the boat, the six of us, while we were in Athlone, and uh, we went out for dinner. And we were like, why do we, why do we decide to have a white party the night we're going for? We're going to stuff our faces full of Italian pasta, tomato sauces. Do you know? Did you spill a drop? I think I spilled a tiny, tiny bit, but some of the other lads are worse than me. I wasn't, I wasn't that bad. I was tucked in with my, uh, with my with serviettes, napkin. Yeah, but Athlone's nice. a great spot. Has a lovely Atlone big mar- nice. marina for docking your boats. If you're, if you're going to be renting or owning and driving your boat there, you can moor up nice. Actually, Athlone is the only, the only place where I had trouble uh, pulling out from the the boat parking bay for the boats moor up. There was just a really strong current and I had Ooh. trouble reversing the boat out and spinning it around and trying to get it away. And this man who um, who was English, but he he was obviously like a boatsman. He was giving me directions and pointers as to what I could do. So I was like, I was like moored in. The boat was facing in towards the the rest of the, um, the pontoons and stuff. And so I had to reverse, but against the current, reverse the boat out. Big long boat, by the way. If you were listening to the show during the summer, I was talking about it a lot. Reverse the boat out, then spin it 180 degrees and then take off against the current. <laughs> and just so many times the, the current was pushing me back in, spinning the boat. And it was really dodgy because I was quite good at driving the boat, but that was just getting me. And this man was like on, on the bank, on the pontoon. 
and uh, he was shouting at me, being like, and this he was probably about sixty-five or whatever, and he was like, "Right, you need to, you need to put it there. You need to put it there. Spin it round. Spin it round. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when to go. Spin it there. All right, bring it, bring it back. Put it Why there. Does it sound like Anton Deck. Because that's obviously where he's from. Put it there. Put it there. All right, now, now back." Now back, all right, and all right, all right. You've, yeah, you've you haven't done it. You haven't done it. All right, now bring it, bring it there. Put it there. Put it there. Bring it faster. Put it fast. Now back. Now back. All right, you I'd haven't say done it. That drove you mad. You it, hate like yeah. you hate taking directions. Like. Yeah, he he was driving me mad, but he was also mm. helping me, and he did. He helped me out of the spot uh, after no joke. Probably like thirty minutes of trying to get the boat out of there. Like we had a crowd by the end, Jesus. and he was like, "Bring it back." Put it faster. Now back. Now go. Oh, man. And you can't, like, who is this mystery man? Like, you can't even thank him now. Just, you know? just um, English Athlone boatsman, I suppose, yeah. There you go. Was he on a boat as well, or was he just walking around? Yeah, no, he was on a boat. Big old barge he had pulled in there. On his summer holidays. On his holidays. Now back. On his holidays. Um, Why does he also sound like H? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe his granddad or something. Uh, right, we, we better go because we've been chiting on now about Hot Linda and Athlone Boatman for quite some time. Yeah, I'm excited to hear how this weekend pans out. Like, Jazz, rookie mistake, Valentine's weekend oh, no. and everything. You are oh, no. being mean to your girlfriend. You need, to, you need you have some sucking up to do now, I have to say. It'll either be Hot Claudia or Hot Linda by my side next week. Tune in next week to, <laughs> to find out. Vote in the poll below, guys. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. Bye. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Some interesting information that has surfaced over the weekend that shook shook me, rocked my world. So, let me set the scene. <laughs> let me set the scene. And this is actually... I'm dying, I'm dying to know what can rock your world in the middle of a pandemic because there's absolutely nothing going on. My whole life... <laughs> well, there's a lot, well, there's a lot going on, but we're in lockdowns. So there's not too much going on. My whole life has been a lie up to now and I guarantee this will rock your world oh. as well. And it's fairly applicable because Pancake Tuesday is... Tomorrow week, it's the 16th, mm. as far as I'm aware. And you'll be using, yep. you'll more than likely be using this on Pancake Tuesday. So you're, let's say you're, it's Pancake Tuesday and you're, you've made some lovely pancakes slash crepes. And mm, you want lovely. to put, you want to put mm. something, mmm, chocolatey and spreadable on it. What are you going for? <laughs> well, please, 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 think, <laughs> please tell me the one thing that you should be going for. Uh, chocolate spread. Yes. Nutella. Yes, exactly. Well, it was World Nutella Day on Friday and to mark the occasion, the Nutella team came out to the world and they were like, hey, this is information that you actually should probably know because it's not called Nutella. What? It's actually pronounced Nutella. No, no, stop that. No, no, no that's exactly that's exactly what no. I said, and I, I read through the article, and and yes, it's pronounced Nutella. And do you know, in fairness, if you if you actually close your eyes and you say Nutella, and then you say Nutella, it it, it goes from being a chocolate spread sandwich into being. Oh, a little bold dessert at lunchtime. Do you know? No, I I disagree. Okay, so hang on, right? So if you are having a snack, you're having a handful of nuts. You're not having a handful of nuts. (laughs) 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. You're having a handful of nuts. Yeah. Therefore, you're having Nutella. Yeah, I know. And in fairness, I was like, hang on, it's made of hazelnuts. Like, surely the nuts... Yeah, not hazelnuts. (laughs) 
<laughs> Come on, when have you ever said, oh, I'd love some chocolate hazelnut? No, it's hazelnut. Never, but I probably will going forward. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> hazelnut. <laughs> Next time you're out in the pub and you're having, you're feeling peckish, she says to the barman, hey, can I get a packet of newts there, please? <laughs> yeah, some salted newts, please, sir. <laughs> Please send send nudes. Send what? No, only nudes. <laughs> you want me to send nudes? No nudes. I just I'm too, I have a little I've little uh, I'm feeling peckish. Can I just have some nudes, please? But yeah, the, well the the actual Nutella people are saying it's Nutella, and in fairness, like it kind of does make it seem a little bit more classy. No, I'd say what happened is there. They said, right, let's let's pretend that everyone has been saying our product wrong for the last twenty five years, and let's tell them all that they're wrong. And then they, it's exactly what they want. They want us talking about their product on the radio, Jazz. We've just been fooled. Well, we've been we've been duped, but also now going forward, I will I will only refer to nuts as newts, and I won't have it any other way. Newt Newt with Jazz and Laura if we can throw you back to last week initially last Monday we started a list called the shite movie list and it was all the movies that you should really really avoid and all this was started because Laura watched a movie that she thought was the worst movie she's ever seen you didn't even give it the benefit of, of watching the full thing that movie was The Vanished yeah, so it was recommended to me and my boyfriend and we were so excited. We were all ge- geared up for a virtual date night and we were going to watch it together, but separately. And, you know, we had our snacks ready, so ready for a good movie. And it just went like it was so bad. It was really boring. We turned it off after 45 minutes. And Jazz, you actually got a recommendation uh, from your girlfriend's best friend. She was like, you need to watch this movie. It's amazing. And then you were saying, well, Laura said it wasn't that good. So I was yeah. like, right. Go and watch this movie over the weekend and let me know what you think. And I'm so excited to hear what you thought. Yeah, and it's interesting because once my girlfriend said it to me, I immediately was like, whoa, Laura said it was it was crap. And then uh, Claudia, my girlfriend, was like, no, 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 no. Uh, like me and Megan who recommended it initially we have such a good taste she's never let me down with the, with the recommendation before and then and then following on from that like me and Claudia liked the same movies and it was a thriller and you've recommended good movies to me in the past as well so I was like this yeah. is weird it's not adding up so I watched it over the weekend my girlfriend watched it as well and I really think that that you didn't give this enough of a chance. And now, 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 in fairness, the acting was f- fairly bad. The acting was not great. Yeah, yeah. The acting was definitely worse at the start. Like, as, as it went on, it definitely got better. But, like, it wasn't that bad. The storyline was decent. It was never, it was never, like, it was never, uh, like, a turn-off sort of movie. Plus... I really think if you had said nothing to me being like this, you know, this movie is so bad. If I had went into that totally blind, I would have been like, ah, grand, you know, five out of ten, six out of ten. It was because I had it in my head that I was expecting this movie to be <laughs> crap that I was like, oh, I really, I shouldn't like this right now. But I honestly didn't have that much bad to say about it by the acting. My girlfriend, Claudia, thought the same. Like, she thought it was better than I thought. Um... And all, all in all, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. That, I'm shocked that you think this is the worst movie you've ever seen. So much so that you turned it off after 45 minutes. 
I just thought far too much happened in like the first 25 minutes. Like, you know, you have the storyline of like, you know, someone escaping from prison and then, you know, someone goes missing and it just too much happened in the first 20 minutes. And I was like, how can they come back from this? They came back from it by by more storylines happening in in the mid section of the movie. Like like mm. they're like it did it did keep you along. There was enough to keep going and there was it was juicy enough. So honestly, I think we need to amend the shite movie list. Now it's not it's not the best movie I've ever I've ever seen, but it's certainly not it's certainly not uh never watched this movie. Uh, the acting oh, yeah, no. acting questionable, but all in all not that bad The Vanished like I wouldn't be telling people not to watch it okay Jazz so you have been given the power to amend this movie list you have the power to take it off did you love it enough to remove it from the list or are you happy for it to sit on the list no I think it should be taken off the list I really do what yeah, oh, I really do sorry I will, not, I will not be taking advice from the man who's never seen The Lion King yeah, well, you know what? A classic. Maybe, maybe a classic. I'll maybe I'll replace the vanished with the Lion King on the shite movie. You list. wouldn't. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are talking about those things that you have thrown out over the years, and now you're kicking yourself for doing it because you're like, ah, do you know what? I wish I didn't do that because I could really use it those now. Mm, yeah, for me, it's rollerblades. I really want to buy a new pair and I wish I didn't get rid of my old ones. But also, one thing that has just popped into my mind that I actually wish I still had was my SingStar, my PlayStation <laughs> 2 karaoke machine. I would love to be belting out a few SingStar 80s now at the moment. Nothing else going on. <laughs> uh, well, Tina has been in touch and she says, I know you're paying about the roller skates. Mine got stolen and I bought new a new pair Aww. five years ago, but I had to give up skating at the Spin Roller Disco three years ago due to health. Laura, you can have mine. Uh, white ones, size five, Tina. <laughs> oh, Tina, you're so kind. I'll have to wear about eight pairs of socks, though. I have tiny toes. I'm only a size three. <laughs> <laughs> size three. That oh, so thank funny. you, though. That's really sweet. Uh, I was thinking, like, what have I thrown out and I'm, I'm missing now? And this is going to sound so nerdy, but I was really having to think about it. And I had, I used to have a really good laptop stand, and I was, and, <laughs> and, and at the time, at the time, I just didn't really have a, have a use for it. It was kind of like a DJing one, and I, I gave it away. And now I'm like, oh, there's just so many things, so many situations I've been in recently where I was like, oh, I wish my laptop was standing at a slight height right now. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting old when you're missing like office appliances. Yeah. Oh, I don't have a good laptop stand now to help improve the posture while I'm at my desk. <laughs> uh, Amy, welcome onto the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? We're pretty good. Thank you very much. Tell us, what was it for you, the thing that you've thrown out and you're kicking yourself over now? Well, I actually didn't throw it out. My mum did, but it was a pogo stick (gasps) that I got in Smith's and I was like 11 years old. A pogo stick. They were the absolute crack back in the day. Yes. This was the best thing ever. Like, I loved it. It meant so much noise and all the neighbours (laughs) used to look at me out the front, but I could be on it for hours. I just loved it. Oh, and when did your mom get rid of it? Was it behind your back or did you both kind of come to some agreement that it was time to let the pogo stick go? <laughs> I don't know. I think I just became a teenager and, you know, everything goes into the shed when you're a teenager, like yeah. your rollerblades and your bike. And then one yeah. day I'm like, Mom, where is this pogo stick? She's like, ah, Amy, I got rid of that years ago. <laughs> oh, no. And I don't even know who she gives them to. I'm like, where is my bike? Where is my rollerblades? 
like where are these things and she's like I just give them away you'd think that for for a toy and an activity device for a young person like that's that's meant for bouncing up and down they'd be kind of graceful or made of rubber but these things are made of steel and they made the most aggressive <laughs> sound when yeah. they hit the ground it was almost like you were you were like hitting a path with a sledgehammer like the the noise and the thud you'd come on <laughs> you come down on the ground with when you're on a pogo stick and it was honestly taking lumps out of the garden yeah no I absolutely love this pogo stick and I go on it for like I'm not joking hours and then like after school all my friends would come up to go on this pogo stick and they do like 10 tries and I'd be like step aside lads <laughs> <laughs> queen of the pogo stick Amy thanks love so much well, he put on a spectacular halftime show for the Super Bowl over the weekend. The weekend, the weekend, the weekend. That is <laughs> Save Your Tears on Spin. It's Jazz and Laura <laughs> on the Zoo Crew. It just reminds me, I had one of those moments yesterday where I was watching the Super Bowl halftime show uh, in the kitchen on my laptop. My dad was like, oh yeah, like who who was headlining that this weekend? And I was like, yeah, the weekend. He's like, yeah, the game at the weekend. And I was like, <laughs> I know, the weekend. And he was like, yeah, Sunday night, hard. I know. <laughs> it was one of those moments, I was like, I know, the weekend. And he was like, all right, never heard of him. <laughs> Um, there's one thing that I keep seeing uh, on my For You page on TikTok and it seems to be a trend and I don't know where it originated from I think it probably just started as like one person doing this and then other people were kind of adding to it and it kind of spiralled basically the ones I saw were um, there was one, there was a girl and basically she was explaining kind of like the origins of words so for example she had said that a TV pilot so like the first episode of a TV show is yeah. called The Pilot because it's the first time the show is ever on air. Oh! Is, yeah. Oh. So little things like this. So I don't know. Now, I've done a bit of research. Like, there was people commenting underneath and being like, wow, like, you learn something new every day. Other people were saying things like, uh, these are all, like, coincidence. Not all of these are true. So as you said, Jazz, a couple of minutes ago, you missed up. You messed up the word and you said, well, take it with a pinch of sugar. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I want you to do. Take these with a pinch of sugar. They could just be kind of creative ways to, you know, to kind of explain where words came from they could be total baloney they could be true I don't know which ones are true or false but I do like I do like the idea behind them so yeah. if someone says to you Jazz break a leg what do you think they mean? Uh, well people would typically say break a leg before yeah. you go and do something for the first time i.e. usually a performance if you're acting or singing or dancing they'd say I'll oh, break a leg I don't know why yeah, it's such a, such a nasty thing like you certainly don't want to break a leg yeah, so if you say to someone, like, break a leg, and it means kind of like, you know, best of luck, like, hope you do really well. Normally, you might say to someone going into an audition because they say break a leg because when you break a leg, you end up in a cast, like a cast of a musical. Ah, stop. Again, it true, could be coincidence, but I think it's cool. If that's true, that is absolutely brilliant. Uh, if you say to someone, hold your horses, like, calm down. Yeah. Um, it's because they want you to be stable. Horse or stables hold horses. <laughs> Again, I think that might be a fake one, yeah, but I think it's kind of funny. That's more coincidence, but you can see the logic, like it's matching up. If you were to play a game of tag, you probably couldn't have a game of tag at the moment now yeah, because you'd yeah. say I've, two, I've two metres away from someone. Oh, what, what is it? This one is because it's touch and go, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's short for touch and uh, go. If you were in America and you say, hey guys, let's go to the mall. I know. You know, like no a shopping idea. center? Yeah. 
Uh, this one could be a little bit of a coincidence, but apparently it's called the mall because you don't just go to one store, you go to the mall. You go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> that one's definitely clutching its straws. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, apparently they call it sand because it's in between the sea and land. Oh. <laughs> Okay, as we go on, I'm being like, okay, these are less believable now. (laughs) Yeah, but also this one, this one is the one that I'm actually, I really want to know if it's true or not. You know, like the division symbol in maths, you've got like the dot, the line, and then the dot. Yeah. Apparently, that's just like a blank fraction, which makes sense. Oh, yeah, that was the one that blew my mind. It kind of is, as in where the dots are, you'd stick a number and over the line. Yeah. Oh. Now, I don't know if that one's true. I am telling you to take these all with a pinch of salt, but I just thought, like, there's a lot of them on TikTok. So, you know, some of them have to be true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything on TikTok is definitely true. Yeah, I've, I've I, you can take it with a pinch of salt. I'll take it with a pinch of sugar. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are talking about pets, dogs, cats, what have you, and what have they destroyed? Uh, Zinc, my puppy, has... No, he didn't destroy, but he's done a fair bit of damage on one of my Yeezys, one of my most expensive pair of shoes, and I'm in a bit of a bad mood with him, so in a bit of a selfish bid to make me feel a little bit better about him, I'm asking... What, what have they destroyed? They are our furry little friends, but they are little shice at the best of times. Yeah, you'd be pretty annoyed. I never had a dog or a cat, so like nothing really got destroyed. However, we did had a have a budgie when I was small and it was like really like loud. And one Saturday morning we came down and a magpie had somehow gotten down the chimney, had heard our bird and was trying to get at them at the at, at our budgie. And my dad had to like throw a blanket over the, the the magpie and bring it outside and set it free. <laughs> no, we didn't have Scary a time. We didn't have a dog or a cat, but we had a budgie. And let me tell you, he was such a little hellraiser, so he was. <laughs> well, he was getting animals to come in from the outside. Like outside animals belong out there. I don't want a magpie in the gap. <laughs> this is true. Charlene's on WhatsApp. We have a one and a half year old Newfoundland. She's a big dog. Her head is bigger than the kitchen counters. She has eaten two of my kitchen chairs. Gone. She has eaten the foam out of armchairs that we have in the kitchen. She has ate skirting boards, ate my blinds, scraped my door frame down in the kitchen. And just in the middle of my radiator cover, there's a big bite mark out of it. She's just at that. (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah she's just one and a half no sign of calming down never ending madness have to say these stories are definitely making me feel a little bit better about Zink knowing that you know all these dogs just destroy stuff it's just what they do ah ha ha isn't it great (laughs) isn't it brilliant can't wait to get a dog (laughs) (laughs) Laura welcome to the show tell us about your dog and what happened so I put my dog to bed in the kitchen as I usually do one night and I'm a teacher. I left a bag of corrected homework on a chair in the kitchen and thought nothing of it. Came down the following morning. He had managed to pull the bag down from the chair, pull out about five or six copy books and shred them to pieces. Oh. So <laughs> I had to go in then to the class and tell six, ten-year-olds that my dog had eaten their, or eaten their homework. <laughs> Did they believe you? They did, and funny enough, one of the kids in the class I work with his mom, and to this day he'll still say to his mom, "Do you remember the time my teacher's dog ate?" <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned! And had you, yeah. and before that or after it, had any of the pupils in the class used that excuse on you? 
they did use it afterwards all right yeah and I had to let them away yeah I was going to say like once it's it's like that stereotypical excuse but I mean once it happens to you you, yeah. you kind of can't turn a blind eye to it then after that's it yeah Oh my God, that is absolutely brilliant, Laura. Thanks so much. No problem. <laughs> I love that. We just got an anonymous text in and I think this one definitely takes the biscuit of all things to get destroyed by a pet. Someone says, our cat ate our hamster. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. I love oh it. Oh God, that's heartbreaking. It's so simple. It's like only a few sentences and that's it. The cat ate the hamster. End of story. Oh, that's devastating. You'd be so upset though, wouldn't you? You wouldn't know, like, whether to... Tr- like, I wouldn't trust cats at the best of times anyway. And after it Me had just neither. Eaten, I'm not a cat person. And after it had just eaten one of the other pets, you'd be like, are you... Do you, like, want to move out or maybe start paying rent around here or something? <laughs> my friends always laugh because I have this thing in my life where I wouldn't say I'm not a cat person. Like, I do like cats and I love kittens. But I, I only really enjoy cats that I know. Like if mm. I have like a neighborhood cat that I kind of grew up with or a neighbor owns a cat and I know them. Like if I saw like a strange cat on the street, I'd be a bit like, OK, yeah. this is your path now. I'll just I'll just move on to the road. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are in the middle of trying to give advice to listener Connor, who has been in touch with us. And he writes, we have a housemate who will not lift his weight with the housework. He is a complete slob. When you confront him about it, he loses his cool. How do we get him to do his chores? without ruffling too many feathers. Oh, this just annoys me so much. I'm like, look, you're not at home with your mommy anymore. There's no, you know, there's no one to pick up after you. Not that your mommy should be picking up after you anyway. But like, I think if you're if you're old enough and mature enough to be living away from home, you should know to pick up after yourself. I just think it's so rude. There's no consideration here for the other housemates. You know, they've confronted him about it. You know, he's aware that he's a bit of a a slob and he's not doing anything to change. I just think it's not fair. He should get out of the house. (laughs) You think he should just go? Sorry, man. I'm, I'm really sorry that you are naturally an untidy slob. That means you're not allowed to live in this house. (laughs) Jeez, you're you're harsh. I I couldn't. I I still live at home with my mom and dad and I don't think I'll be moving out until me and my boyfriend get a house together because I could not be dealing with living with strangers or people that I'm not friends with. I couldn't do it. I'd go mental. I'd love to see you say that to someone. Be like, hey man, you unfortunately cannot live here anymore because of your (laughs) uncleanliness. Like, you would not be able to say that to someone. Oh no, if there's one thing as I hate living in mess... So I think I definitely will be... I, I don't like confrontation, but if it was me, I think I'd have to say something. I, ca- I couldn't live in a dirty house. Okay, so pretend it's me. So like, not, let's, let's totally roleplay right now. You and I are living together. I'm, I'm a slob. <laughs> I'm a slob. We, we pay rent in the same gaff and, and you, you, you just had it up to here. What do you honestly say to me right now? To be honest, Jazz, I'm a little bit sick of you. Like, we confronted you about this a couple of weeks ago. You've done nothing to change. You just don't seem to care. You're using all the cups. You're using all the cutlery. You're not You're not um, picking up after yourself. I'm not your mom. So I just don't think that this is going to work out. Uh, can't wait for you to find another place. Thanks. <laughs> Laura, I haven't. I have nowhere else to go. You know You know my situation at home. Like, I can't. I, it's freezing. I can't. There's nowhere to go. Wash your damn cups, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. There's no way. Uh, Claire's in oh touch on WhatsApp. I'm petty as f. <laughs> so after saying it nicely to him and he just ignored it, I would 100% take everything he does and I chuck it into his room. And he plate uses it, it's going into his room. And he doesn't hoover. 
I'll hoover up and I'll empty the hoover in his room. <laughs> and then eventually he'll either move out or he'll get the hint that he has to start pulling his way. There really is a yes. harsh mentality towards this all. I just think there's like the, it's the lack of consideration for other people. As I said, you could forgive him if he didn't know he was messy, but you think that after confronting him, he would change, and he's not bothering. He doesn't care. He's no consideration. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. All last week, Laura, you were giving us a whole heap of signs that you were getting from the exercise gods that were telling you, oh, look, yeah. you really shouldn't exercise. All these things were going against you. Yeah, the exercise gods, uh, they were not really getting on board with me doing my 10,000 steps. Uh, they, I, I went out for a big walk. I cut my foot, destroyed a runner. Um, I also tried to eat healthily and I got a big bad spot in my eyebrow. So I'm taking a message from the exercise gods. I need to just calm down. Yeah, no exercise <laughs> for you. Well, you'd be happy to hear this no. because I was uh, scrolling around online yesterday and I came upon this and... Um, it was kind of like a, a quote taken from one of these exercise websites um, that that then gets reshared and goes viral. And it says, one fart burns approximately 67 calories. So farting 52 times, <laughs> farting 52 times in one day can burn off one pound of fat. No way, Jazz. I'd say you're very on a good path there to losing a bit of weight. <laughs> so <I was laughs> You're the windiest man I know. So I was like, oh, here, surely that isn't true. So I did my due diligence. I did my research and I found out that, look, this this is a kind of, take this with a pinch of, shu- pinch, pinch of salt. <laughs> pinch, pinch of sugar. Of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be putting on, you'd be putting back on the pounds. But I found this from another yeah. website and they say, while the modern myth of one fart burning 67 calories is false, extensive, extensive research has shown that due to the body often contorting and flexing and alternating motion during flatulence, one fart can often burn 10 to 20 calories. So, if you're rather windy throughout the day, you can afford yourself a treat come the day's end. So, no I mean, way. this is the thing that, now, yes, I can certainly get on board with, but no no lies here. We are both kind of windy, fairly windy. <laughs> How do you know that? Because I've shared the studio with you many, many a time. Ah, uh, listen, we've all been there. Everyone farts. It's a natural thing. So... I'm suggesting for the next 24 hours, we can do some mental maths. <laughs> Let you and I both okay. keep a fart record in our phones. And then based on oh, this, I love this, based on this finding of one fart burning between 20, 10 and 20 calories, we can say take an average of 15 calories per fart. We can calculate up in a, in a period of 24 hours how many farts we've done and therefore how many calories we've burned. And then we'll know for a 24 hour period how much that workout is essentially burning for us off then you can do further, further calculation for the week yeah. and for the month and then then you know that's kind of like this is almost your couch to 5k this is this is this is your <laughs> not st- quite the same this is your start for a workout you can get on board with yeah I like okay I like the sound of this actually this could be kind of funny okay so, like so we'll say now it's just gone quarter past eight so we'll say Eight o'clock tomorrow, we'll come back on the show and we'll reveal our fart tracker. We'll just, like, just do it on your notes or whatever. Anytime you fart, just write mm. one and then we'll calculate them up and then we can calculate tomorrow um, our, our calories for our farts. Okay, it's on. Let's and, do it. And I know it was five minutes ago, but that absolute ripper you did, you are counting because it was after it was after <laughs> eight and I heard it on Zoom. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.
uh, if you were listening <laughs> to the show last night though uh, you will have heard us talk about a thing I found online and essentially it was one of those like viral essentially screenshots from uh, a website claiming to know about exercise and stuff and that said that farting burns 67 calories per fart then I was like oh that's great we're working out all day long especially uh, Laura and I we are working out extra hard when we're on air Um, I then did some research (laughs) uh, and I found that that actually wasn't the case but this is what we found out last night And they say, while the modern myth of one fart burning 67 calories is false, extensive research has shown that due to the body often contorting and flexing and alternating motion during flatulence, one fart can often burn 10 to 20 calories. So if you're rather windy throughout the day, you can afford yourself a treat come the day's end. So we said, why not track our farts for 24 hours? We literally started at quarter past eight last night and it's quarter past eight right now yeah okay so we were tracking this now uh, previously on the show we have also been kind of tracking our sleep and keeping um, recordings of what goes on in our sleep because we went through a period of like talking in our sleep and tooting in our sleep and it was quite amusing and I still had that app on my phone from the last time we did it so last night I wanted to make sure that I wasn't skimping on any farts. I knew that if any were go- any were going to happen, I wanted to I wanted to know about them because it's you know all for the sake of science and for research. So when I went to bed last night, I did turn on that app, and I have to say I was disappointed with the results. I did a lot of like groaning. Oi, oi. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I definitely toss and turn a lot in my sleep. However, no toots were recorded last night, but I were record I was recording them from twenty four hours ago yeah. up until now. And I have gotten a total of 15. And I was quite generous to myself. And I said, right, if 15 farts were to burn 20 calories each, I have burned a total of 300 calories in 24 hours. All right. Well done. So, yeah, about 15 15 farts from Laura (laughs) over the 24 hours. Could you imagine if this was a part of like a, like a fitness program or like Operation Transformation or something? Like, imagine if they had to record their toots. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it'd be it'd be so weird if if, if farts actually burned calories. Oh, what did they say on average though? It could be like fifteen to twenty. No, <laughs> was that a lie? <laughs> did you just make this up? <laughs> I totally made no, this didn't. up last night. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I saw. Okay, you are messing. <laughs> of course. No. How the hell would a fart burn a calorie? You actually relax your body to let the gas out. But I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that you were recording your farts for 24 hours, and every time you did one, you t- took out your notes and you wrote it down, and, you, and you've you just do and you've just revealed that you've done 15 farts in 24 hours. <laughs> Oh, you're an arse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Oh. Now, in fairness, the thing that I did see about about farts burning 67 calories, I saw that and I did research and everywhere was like, of course, farting does not burn calories. So I was like, ah, I'll just type up this absolute baloney that makes it sound like uh, farts <laughs> do burn about 10, 20 calories. Laura will absolutely eat that up. And yeah, she'll she'll totally buy into it. So thank you for... Oh, I'm mortified. Thank you for keeping a fart journal for 24 hours. And more importantly, thank you for <laughs> revealing how many farts you've done. You're welcome. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.
Right now, though, we're having a bit of crack. We want you to tell us your age without telling us your age. Uh, we had Laura on there a few minutes ago who said that the first ever website that she visited was amandaplease.com. <laughs> that was the website that went uh, alongside hand in hand with the Amanda show that used to be on Nickelodeon starring Amanda Bynes. I remember it, Jazz, you remember it. We're both in our mid-twenties. Although you might argue that I'm more so in my late 20s and I will <laughs> yeah. fight back. Um, and I, so I, I would say Laura is, an, is an around 27, 28, yeah. Yeah, so uh, give us yours. 087-711-1038. Tell us your age without telling us your age and we'll do our best to try and guess. Uh, Mary's been in touch saying, Pope John Paul came to Ireland the year I was born. Mm, okay, quick maths is not my thing. However, I do know that the Pope visited Ireland in 1979. So that makes her... I'm afraid to do the maths wrong in case I insult her. (laughs) 41 slash 42, I think. Uh, 41 turning 42 this year. Depending on when your birthday yeah. is, of course. Perhaps it was on. It was in January. If then you'd be the, the, yeah. the former. But yeah, new forty-one. Quick, so early forty. Quick math coming in strong. Uh, Mandy's on WhatsApp. The first actual real song that I was able to sing to my dad was Boney M. Daddy Kill. What year was I born? Okay. Boney M. I'm gonna guess like that's very disco-y. I'm gonna guess seventies. However, I think more of a telltale sign than singing Boney M, Daddy Cool is the fact that Mandy, it took you three attempts to send us that WhatsApp voice note. So <laughs> therefore I'm gonna say uh, Careful now. I know. <laughs> I, oh, I, careful. I Mandy feel, won't be happy I, with you. I feel like whatever I say here, I, I'll, I'll be attacked for. Let's just go with, with 45 again. I don't know. 40-ish. Yeah. 40-ish. Uh, 21 plus a few. Let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, welcome to the show. Tell us your age without telling us your age. Hey, lads. So I go to order Domino's and I realise I've got pizza at home. <laughs> okay, so so you're in the mindset now of like when you're a kid and and your mom or dad would say, "No, we're not ordering. We've got the food at home." And now yeah. you're in that frame of mind yourself. Unfortunately, yeah, the adult life is hitting hard. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is really hard to tell. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say... go. I'm gonna go specific with this, and I'm gonna say you're 34. Oh, good. Look, I'm going to. I was. I was going to say you are 36. Lads, you're 35. Not at all. 25. Oh no! Oh God! Brandon, you are way too young to be thinking like that. You're. You're. you're you can't be. You can't be thinking to yourself at 25. You've got pizza at home. I guarantee you, Laura doesn't think like that. You are way too old not to be thinking like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Brandon. Thanks so much for coming on. Go and get yourself a bloody Cheers, pizza, Brandon. will you? I'm on the way now. Cheers, that. <laughs> good man. Yay! Okay. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Luca has been in touch on WhatsApp and he says, Okay, lads, I was at a legal age to open an account in one of the biggest network platforms at the time called Orcut. How old am I? Hmm. O-R-K-U-T. I never heard of that. I have never, ever heard of Orcut in my life. That's that's probably showing my age and, and our age. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to say... Okay, I could be insulting him here, but I'm going to say he's 55. Yeah, I'm going to say probably like 
35 to 40 only because I don't know what Orca what is like is it a social network yeah. is it a bank I have just done a, mm, yep. a quick Google of it here and it says it was a, a social networking service owned and operated by Google in its later years um, but it, it announced it will be shutting down in 2014 never in my life have I oh. heard of Orkut okay so maybe he's not 55 maybe you're right maybe he is only in his 30s but then again if it, it was if if it was that if it was if he was that young would we not have heard of the social media site yeah I don't know. I feel like I've been missing out on a social network in my life. It's not like I have enough to go around right now. Sign me up to Orkut. <laughs> uh, yeah. Laura, welcome to the show. Tell us your age without telling us your age. So um, I was born kind of in the middle of two generations. Uh, I don't get accepted by any of the 90s kids, but I really don't relate to any of the Gen Zs on like TikTok and stuff. But I did still get all the peak 90s uh cartoons like the old Scooby-Doo and the old Bob Builder but I did get all the Disney classics like Wizards of Baby Place oh. and Hannah Montana oh. and I got Zoe 101 as well okay okay do you know what I am kind of relating to you right now. I am a 96 baby, so that means I'm going to guess you're either a 97 or a 98 baby. I'm going to say you're 97. No, no, no. You're 90, but, and that, if you're 97 that would make you 23-ish. Laura, what are you saying? No. I'm going to say, Laura, oh. you were born in, oh, I want to say 2000? 2001. Oh, wow. Oh, Interesting wow, that you okay. still got all the kind of peak, well, peak to like late 90s stuff. Yeah, still got it all. Quite lucky there. Not bad. Laura, thanks so much for coming on the show. No problem. Cheers, Laura. Uh, Louise, welcome along. Tell us your age without telling us your age. So um, my Bebo page was a shrine to rest in peace Michael Jackson, <laughs> and then <laughs> thank God they're not they cleared the pages since. <laughs> uh, but it closed down then four years later, and then also a little hint is I was a Pampers baby advert <gasps> at the time that you could oh. only record them on videotape. Ooh. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. So you were definitely um, a, a Bebo user in its prime. However, <laughs> in your childhood, it was definitely a video-orientated childhood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Laura, do you want to go first? I, yeah, I think, Louise, I think you were born, judging by kind of what you've said and your use of Bebo and how it was shut down and like, you know, the recording, the ads and stuff, you kind of strike me as like my older sister, but not too much older. I think you are 35. <laughs> I'm okay. going to go with, not quite that old, I'm going to say 26. 24, 1996. Oh, oh, 96, baby, <laughs> like myself. What? Yeah, the best. <laughs> Jeez, Laura. Well, oh my God, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> why, are we doing, why are we doing this on the radio? We are just offending everyone we have on the phone. <laughs> it's basically, hey, come on, the zoo crew, we'll offend them and hang up on you. Hey, Louise. <laughs> Louise, thanks so much for coming yeah. on. No worries. Thanks, thanks Louise. <laughs> right on the way oh Jazz why do I feel like we're just making enemies now yeah, I, I, don't I know. regret doing this why do we think this is a good <laughs> idea come on the show and we'll make you feel like a piece of crap Zoocast with Jazz and Laura what is something online uh, I think I said something like this along the lines of this the other day I said it rocked my world and, and you, you jumped down my throat Laura <laughs> and you're like oh I can't wait to see how your world was rocked it's happened again Jazz your world is getting rocked in so many ways <laughs> look just, 
I don't think I want to spare me the details, please. There's uh, not a lot going on these days, so it takes very little to rock my world in 2020 slash 2021. But this this really took me by surprise because it's something I've never really thought about before. And then upon further thought, spirals and dark thoughts and and I don't know. Maybe you know about this, but maybe you don't. And and I'm I'm sorry if this if this rocks your world like how mine was rocked today. Um, but a girl okay. called Donna rock tw- me, Mama, like a wagon wheel. <laughs> a girl called Donna tweeted this, and she said, "When I was a little kid, I thought this little pig went to market meant it went shopping. That's all the tweet <gasps> said. And then I started no. thinking. Then I was like, Oh, but what does it mean? Oh no, no." Oh no! It doesn't. Oh no! That little piggy did not go shopping. So of course, everyone <gasps> knows the nursery rhyme from the childhood. And I, I've done some research, and the whole point of the nursery rhyme was to teach kids and children about their extremities being their fingers and their toes. And you know, remember when you were young, your yeah. mom and dad or whatever, they'd grab your little toes and they'd say, This little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed yeah. home. This little piggy had roast beef. This little piggy had none. And this little piggy cried wee 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 all the way home. I actually, I actually didn't realise there was a roast beef line in that. I couldn't remember the actual yeah. lyrics. When I was younger, they say to me, "This little piggy had bread and jam." Oh, interesting. I could, I couldn't yeah. remember the actual lyrics, so I don't know. And then, and then <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's, it's actually not just about gr- grabbing your toes and wiggling them." <laughs> I can imagine like the 2021 version of Jazz trying to be a hip cool parent <laughs> this little piggy went to market this little piggy stayed at home because of lockdown <laughs> this little piggy had avocado and toast and this little piggy had a, an oat milk flat white but this little piggy went wee 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 I'm vegan <laughs> <laughs> or else this little piggy stayed at home this little piggy stayed at home this little piggy stayed at home this little piggy went to Dubai apparently Bloody hell. Oh no, bull piggy, bull piggy. <laughs> so, I, I, I found an article that gives you the real reason behind this. And this is bloody shocking if they're still singing this to kids, right? So, think about a piggy going to market. Some have interpreted this to mean the pig is going to market for for slaughter, do you know? Um, oh no. Which is very, this very is sad. sad. Very sad altogether. Working off this then, this little piggy staying home refers to a pig not yet ready to eat and must stay home to, to mature. Uh, the little piggy having roast beef is about fattening a pig up to, you know, make him plumper and then ready for market. While the fourth piggy that gets none uh, is is too small to go to market. And then perhaps the most dark is that the final piggy is not singing wee wee wee, but he is crying in fright. Isn't that just awful? Oh, that's really sad. And the the article continues and said, what an incredibly dark scene to play out on a child's toe. (laughs) (laughs) Who who wrote this down and was like, you know what, I'm going to sing this absolutely disturbing tale of pigs going to slaughter to little kids. It's going to be great crack. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I was just talking there a few minutes ago about how I think I've become one of those annoying people who comes into a cafe and says, can I get my cappuccino extra hot, hot, please? Can I get it extra hot? And I I think it's annoying because you just feel like that person who doesn't trust the barista and by you requesting it extra hot, it means like it wasn't good enough last time. But then we didn't even know if extra hot is really a thing that exists because Laura, you're like, I don't know if if it actually is a thing or if it's just what they say to keep you happy. 
Yeah, I don't know. See, I, I've definitely seen it somewhere, whether it's an article or a TikTok or a tweet. I can't remember, but it was like from a former bar- barista and they came out and they said, you know, extra hot doesn't actually mean like, one, it doesn't really mean anything or two, it doesn't really make your coffee any better. Do you know? Yeah, Caitlin sent through WhatsApp. Jazz and Laura, um, I have currently become a barista. Um, extra hot is a thing. Um, yes. We don't oh. put less milk in it. We actually steam the milk for a little bit extra longer. Um, so the milk is more extra hot. Uh, so yeah, extra hot is a thing. Okay, milk steamed oh, okay. for longer. I mean Okay, so 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 if you're getting like a cappuccino or say like your latte or whatever, um so you are getting like extra hot milk. You're not really getting extra hot coffee, your milk is just warm. Otherwise it goes in cold, is that right? I don't know. Well they steam they would steam the milk anyway, but to make it hot milk and then they'd go on to just steam it a little bit longer. I don't know. Uh, Chloe is with us right now. Uh, Chloe, you are a former barista, you can fill us in and, and give us clarity a little bit more. Okay, well, when I worked in a cafe, um, when you used to steam the milk, it would just, like, make the milk taste burnt before you put it in with the espresso. So, I think it made it, like, less foamy when you're making a cappuccino, so it was horrible, and it's really annoying, but I just, like, preheat their mugs, really, like, you know, put hot water in the mug before I put the coffee in and be like, yeah, it's extra hot now. Ah, uh, okay, so, when yeah. When you used to be allowed to in. You, you are confirming my thoughts that when I ask for an extra hot coffee, you're like, oh, this guy... Yeah, definitely. It's really annoying. <laughs> oh, no. I have to ask then, what if someone orders like an extra hot coffee, say like an Americano, so when there's no milk in that, how do you make those extra hot? Do you just bang you it in the microwave for a few minutes? extra hot. It's just boiling water, like, yeah. you know. Bang it in the microwave. Bang it in the microwave. Can we please tell any cafe owner never to employ Laura Bracken <laughs> as a bloody barista? Yeah, no worries. Uh, you want a hot chocolate? Yeah, I think I'll just... Can we, can we stick that in the oven, Dave? <laughs> In the under the grill, hot chocolate? No, okay. <laughs> got to get creative. If you want it extra hot, you got to get creative. You know, you got the customer always comes first, Jazz. You know, <laughs> they didn't say I want an extra hot coffee that isn't microwaved, did they? No. Chloe, have it's you ever microwaved thing. a hot drink? It, like at home, but like it's, I don't think customers would like that. Yeah, I don't think rotten. so. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit gross. (laughs) Chloe, thanks so much for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Right, on the way. I suppose that actually does give me a little bit of clarity. Yes, it exists, but also I am annoying when I ask for an extra hot coffee. Yeah, I think you need to find a new local takeaway coffee spot, Jazz. I say yours absolutely hate you. Do you know, the thing is, though, I really I really respect baristas because I've always wanted to train and, and be able to do it. I think it's a really cool skill to have. Yeah. But and now I just feel like I'm slapping them in the face when I ask, ask for a, an extra hot coffee. The Cast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, I saw something on TikTok today that has not left my mind. There's a lot of accounts on TikTok that do, like, shower thoughts, you know, weird things that pop into your mind that don't really make any sense. Um, And there's one guy that I started following recently. His name is Alex Lopez. And he hit me with some of the strangest shower thoughts. And genuinely, I thought about them in the shower today and I have not stopped thinking about them since. So, Jazz, I want to see where you stand on these. When you think of apples, you probably don't think of apples too often. But when you think of apples... If you think of an apple in your head, Jazz, what colour is the apple? I must say green. Oh, okay. Well, you've just absolutely <laughs> blown this theory out of I was going to say, when people think of apples, you think red. But if someone said to you, apple flavour, you think green. Well, I think of green apples. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. <Monsieur> Lopez. 
Okay, well that share of thoughts just like, has just been real days. Okay, the second one. Glasses <laughs> glasses make you look smarter. Usually if you have glasses, people think you're like you're an absolute brain box. But technically you have to fail a test to get them. Mind blown. Mind hey. blown. Correct. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I think you're not enjoying my shower thoughts? I just no, I am. Do you know what? I mean, I am enjoying them. I'm do you know I'm having fun. Okay, well the third one is the one that heckin' bamboozled me. Are you ready? <laughs> Every house has its own unique smell, but you'll never know what your own house smells like. Yes, do you know what? I think about this yeah. all the time. I really, really do. Me too. Because and I'm not even joking when I say all the time because I remember growing up and being in school and going over to people's houses for you know on the weekends you're going on bloody play dates or sleepovers or whatever the crack is I think it's actually more of a family smell families have smells like <laughs> you have that scent and then naturally that family's house will smell like that family and and you just like a lot of people smell grand and their family smell is you know nice and unique but there is definitely some people like that you'd go to their gaff and be like <laughs> how does your family smell like this now not exactly like <laughs> bad but just oh I don't know but it most certainly yeah. is a family or household smell it's not just the smell of like whatever was being cooked for di- dinner that night it is it is absolutely the family smell and like mm. if you're over in, a, in your mate's gaff and you go home like your clothes will smell like them and their gaff yeah. Do you know what I was only talking about with my friends on WhatsApp the other day? How, how like, like that, every person and every house has its own smell. But do you remember being in, like, in primary school or whatever? And, like, on a warm day, you'd all, like, take your jumpers off. They might end up on the pitch, like, being used as goalposts or whatever when you're out in the yard. And then you'd literally go around... Yeah. sniffing every jumper and you'd be like that's my one that's not my yeah. one like isn't it mad how like you can identify your jumper and your clothes by your smell but yet you'll never know really what you smell like yeah I think when you're doing that though and you're trying to find your jumper in the lost property you're not sniffing at your smell you're just making sure that it's no one else's and then by default you can find your own because it doesn't smell like the Smiths and the Petersons and the Brackens and the Keens <laughs> like, but, but that's something I've wondered for so long I really hope that like my my family and my household my household smell isn't a bad one do you know I'd, I'd, I would love to like go into someone else's body just for half an hour and just like go into my house and smell my house as somebody else so I want to know what they smell yeah you know? yeah I'd Mad. like, to, I'd like to enter someone else's body and give me a good old sniff for sure <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura our second installment of our rotating agony and we are joined by host of the podcast podcast TikToker and online sketch comedian comedian sketch writer Podge, do you accept the title of online sketch comedian? <laughs> I'll take them. Like, yeah. No one's ever called me that before, so I'll take it. There you go. Change change the uh, instant TikTok bio right now. Yeah. Come on, give me two seconds, John. I'm really, ex- <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to see what kind of advice you're going to give because you strike me as the person who whose friends don't go to him for advice, so I feel like you're actually the perfect <laughs> fit for this segment. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. That's really, that's really, really yeah. <laughs> no, Is that a dig or a compliment? You, just, you sound like you just know what you wouldn't help anyone, really. <laughs> God loves a trier, don't they? <laughs> you look like you're no help at all. Well, let's put it to the test. Uh, Gary's on WhatsApp, and he says, "I'm not sure if you saw online that uh, Weedabix posted a photo on Twitter of them with beans on as a snack, and everyone was horrified." Well, I tried it as a laugh the other day. 
day and I actually loved it and I've been having it when feeling peckish over the last few days. Thing is, my fiancé thinks it's the most disgusting thing she's ever seen and hates when I eat it and thinks I'm acting like a child by eating it. How can I keep my true love happy while not resisting my newfound love? Cheers, Gary. Well, first of all, you just established which is the newfound love and which is the true love. Okay. Yeah, the priorities. I mean, I, I, I saw those posts and I, they just don't look appealing to me. But I will say, I don't know if you remember the, um, the snack attacks you used to get when you were younger. Uh, it was like cheese string. Oh, yeah. It was like a little wrap and you'd put a bit of ham in it and you'd put some of the cheese string strings and you'd get some Heinz ketchup and pour it on yeah. um, and you, put, you could put it in the microwave because it was unreal if it was warm and I've oh. started to make like adult versions of them <laughs> um, which is essentially the exact same thing but just like with four of them and my roommate was like the other day he's like I forgot I was living with a 10 year old <laughs> and, and what I said was if you're going to love me for me you have to accept the food I eat and I think if <laughs> I mean She's your fiance, and you know, I, my, I gave him an ultimatum, but you know, fiance is a bit, <laughs> yeah, there's a bit more of a deeper connection there. But you know, if they're going to love you, they're going to mm. love you for, you know, for your faults as, as well as for, you know, the, the idiosyncrasies that make you you. So that means she's going to have to love as grim as it is, and um, being the weight of it. So I think you're going to have to let her, let her deal with that in her own way, and you can just wake up and have. <laughs> those beans on a week every morning you'd hope that just while they're on maybe like a, a next holiday and they go to a breakfast buffet in a hotel that he doesn't whip out the beans and weed a bit while in public and she's like you know having the continental breakfast of like the meats and the cheeses mm, I mean like yeah. there's, there's one there's one thing for accepting your you know, your quirks, there's another thing for doing it in public. So she's got every right <laughs> to sit on the other end of the room. Um, you know, what they do behind closed doors is complete to the sound. But once you step outside, don't you dare admit to anyone what you do be eating in the morning. If I was the fiancé, though, I'd be worried that, like, he would want beans. Like, his, his love of beans would, like, progress and, like, get bigger. And then he'd want to have beans at the wedding dinner. Like, I just think cut all ties. Like, imagine <laughs> serving up beans at your wedding. People would be fuming. Oh, like, do you, do you want to, yeah, like, I feel like if you just kind of gave him a limit each day to how much he could have. It's like so rations. You one can, tin you, per day. You can, you can have 26 beans uh, weekdays. <laughs> on, on the weekdays, on the weekends, you can have 40, 40 beans. Did you actually see, I actually saw today, uh, the Central put up a post uh, of a breakfast roll with Weetabix and beans on it, but they just... Oh. <laughs> They, no, but they photoshopped the beads on. I mean, like, they could have just taken the photo. Like, out of all the delis they have around Ireland, they could have just got one person to take a photo of beans on it. But yeah, I think, listen, I think rationalise. Rationalise your intake of beans and Weetabix. Um, and, and, you know, let her... It's compromising. I think that's the key thing to a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we got from being to, like, me fixing their marriage, but I'm happily, I'm happily <laughs> the best man for you. But it's yeah. all about... Everything in moderation. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope that helps. You can you can hopefully keep both of your loves. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. As we all know, it's Valentine's Day on Sunday, so we thought we'd have a little bit of fun, and we present to you our couple's disgusting quiz. <laughs> Getting saucy and naughty and disgusting right now on the zoo crew, and we wouldn't have it any other way. 
<laughs> so we have a couple ready to play. Welcome to the show, Emma and Adrian. Guys, how are you? Good. Good. How are you? We're pretty good. Thank you very much. So before we get into this quiz, tell us a little bit about yourselves. How long have you been? Have you been together? And do you love each other very, very much? Um, okay, we've been together nearly two years. Um, we just moved in together. Oh, and I, Ooh, I congratulations! Say do, I say we do love each other. <laughs> I'd say we love each other okay so we're going to b- ask you both uh, a series of questions and based on your answers we'll see just how disgusting you are uh, but like I said a few minutes ago we reckon the more disgusting you are and the more positively answered these questions it probably means you're actually closer than you think and you love each other more because you yeah. know you can you can really uh, be disgusting together which, which in my book is true love Okay. No bother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adrian, the first set of questions are for you. First question. Adrian, have you ever put your cold feet on Emma's legs on a particularly chilly night? Oh definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like the honesty. I like I like where we're going with this. Alright, question yeah. number two. I'm worried about where the light is. Have you ever <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tweezed an ingrown hair? on Emma no actually I don't think so no no I haven't alright you you can add that one to the bucket list (laughs) (laughs) okay here we go question number three have you ever had a conversation with Emma while you were doing number two on the toilet (laughs) yeah I'm afraid to say I had (laughs) (laughs) okay again Honesty is always the best policy. Yeah, exactly. Question number four. Adrian, have you ever cleaned up Emma's fingernails or toenail clippings? Yeah, we did literally the other day. We had this up in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nasty. Ah, okay. Final question. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. She'll be getting revenge in a minute. Uh, Question number five. Adrian, have you ever shared your toothbrush with Emma? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're just in in those situations and you've nothing else to do. Do you know what? That's exactly what it is. That's one of those ones like you shouldn't be sharing a toothbrush with anyone. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I think it was one of those situations. I just didn't have one. I thought I had to be done. So kind. Okay, uh, Emma, let's see how you fare. This set of questions are for you. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Have you ever squeezed a particularly large and ready to pop spot for Adrian? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Straight in there, no messing around. Without hesitation. (laughs) (laughs) On multiple occasions. All right, next one. Have you ever shared the same eating utensil? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a relatively bad one. No. Okay, again, there was no hesitation there. I like it. <laughs> Question three. Have you ever pulled lint from Adrian's belly button? Um, no. No. But now I know belly button, but there just hasn't been anything in it. Like. Oh, interesting. Oh, so you know, you, so you, you have to go deep. There, there's always <laughs> stuff in the belly button. If you're if you're uh, pulling out nothing, you're not deep enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question four: Have you ever kissed Adrian in the morning, knowing full well you have bad morning breath? 
Oh, 100%. Like every <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and I do it again. <laughs> yeah, no matter. <laughs> and question five. Emma, have you ever farted during sexy time, either by accident or on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> there was absolutely no hesitation whatsoever in any of your answers. That was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you know what? I'm not even one bit embarrassed. So I'm about it. You're like, yeah, and I do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Emma and Adrian, out of 10 questions, out of 10 things, disgusting things that you can do together and to each other, you have done... Nine out of the ten yes. Well done. Absolutely wow. fantastic. We can we can categorically say you guys are absolutely disgusting and therefore you love each other very much. Fantastic. <laughs> hey guys, have a wonderful <laughs> Valentine's Day and take it easy, all right? Thanks so much. Bye. The with Jazz and Laura. Happy Friday. Happy Friday! <laughs> um, during the week, I tried out something that has been going viral for the past little while, and I was like, hey, I like things that go viral. I also like pasta. This is a recipe for success. I'm talking about oh. the TikTok baked feta pasta. I too tried it during the week, and I thought it. Now, I love feta cheese, but I thought it tasted like vomit. <laughs> Yeah, here's yeah. Didn't like it because I saw all the TikToks and it looked so easy, very much up my street. Like bang it, bang a load of ingredients in the oven. The cheese is there, it's melty. Get your pasta in, bang it in, splish, splash it around, and then it makes an unreal pasta. Like that was like, ah, oh, simplicity is key with this one. So I was like, very much want to try this. And I was talking to you during the week about it. You're like, yeah, I don't know, it tastes a bit like vomit. So I gave mm-hmm. it a go. And but obviously to to follow to follow the recipes, I I watched a few of the TikToks and something that I thought was very weird. I'll get to in a sec. My review of it, very much akin to yours. It tastes a bit like vomit, but that just is that just <laughs> is the warm feta mixed in with like the acidity yeah. of the tomatoes. And I had some left over, mm. and I had the following day, and to try and like override the taste of vomit I mixed in like cheddar cheese I like heated it back up mixed in cheddar cheese uh, lemon juice to to combat the acidity and like pepper as well and it still just tastes Mm, like vomit now it was it was edible it was there was taste there it's just there definitely is the the kind of taste of of cheese like that I think if I had to sum it up in one sentence it tastes like a food that has already been eaten yeah, like if someone served it to you and they were like, you know, yeah. there's a possi- there's a possibility that I puked in this pasta. You, you actually, you'd, you'd eat it and, you and you'd be like, do you know what? I, I can believe you here. But I the, would believe you. The weirdest yeah. thing is when I was watching all the TikToks just to follow the recipe, literally like every single recipe mentioned Finland. I have a clip here. Just have a listen. So I heard this pasta was so popular in Finland that they actually ran out of feta cheese. My local grocery store was completely sold out of feta cheese. Something to do with the TikTok trend. Miraculously, I was able to import some from Finland of all places. Apparently, they have an overwhelming surplus of feta cheese. Like, that's only two. But every recipe I watched on TikTok when a big foodie was talking about the recipe, they were like, I heard this was about uh, they ran out of feta cheese in Finland. Finland, feta cheese. So I honestly think there's a there's a big conspiracy going on about this pasta trend and I, I honestly think 
it's like a marketing plan from the Department of Bloody Tourism in Finland and Feta Cheese to try and get people talking about it. It's so strange. It's bizarre, though. Like, because feta is Greek, though. Feta Greek is Greek, cheese. yes. But but every one of them was like, they ran out of, they loved this so much, they ran out of feta cheese in Finland. As if bloody everyone in Finland was was baking feta pasta, do you know? Maybe it's all on their For You page. Though. You know, they different countries get, like, kind of maybe different TikToks. Like, trends have to start somewhere. Yeah. So maybe it started in Finland. Jesus, you know? you'd wonder about their feta mm. cheese supply levels if a bloody TikTok goes viral and all of a sudden the whole country is out of feta cheese. I know, I want to taste some now. I want to see what this special cheese is like. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The Zoo Cruise. The Zoo Cruise. Free 50 Friday. I came to it. Yes, right now it's time for Free 50 Friday, giving you the chance to get your hands on 50 euro cash going into the weekend. Taking on Free 50 Friday is Scott. Welcome to the show. How are you? How are you doing? Not too bad. Cheers. We are pretty good, thank you very much. What are you up to tonight, Scott? <laughs> As we speak, I'm doing deliveries from your <laughs> You're out doing deliveries because when we called you just there during the song, you were like, I, I'm literally, I'm sorry, one sec, I'm, I'm at, a, I'm at a, a door right now. Yeah, sorry, I'm on the, I'm on, I'm actually, I'm on the phone. Oh, there's your food, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah, yeah, go on, Nicky, go on. Yeah, you're okay, you're good to go. Are you at someone else's door? I'm at someone's door now, but it'd be worth the wait. Just give, give me a shout. Just Scott, out. Scott, I, I, I mean this when I say, stick us on loudspeaker and go and do the delivery. Right, okay, bear with <laughs> Yeah, I do. Now, this is a radio <laughs> first. We don't know what's going to happen right now. I hope this person gives you a tip, Scott. Right, we'll find out now. Oh, he's waiting. <laughs> oh, he's, he's waiting, he's waiting. Oh, he's an eager beaver. Thank you, he is, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's not me, no. Oh. Bloke's looking for, uh, not food, anyways. Oh. Uh, right, I'll just go oh. for the thing. I can't find this gas, so I'll just go for this. Okay, right, so <laughs> the, food, the food will stay hot. Hopefully it's in one of those bags. I have, that, I have it in a bag that keeps it hot. So yeah, yeah, I sorted, so. Ah, be grand. Priorities. Alright, let's get into Free 50 Friday, Scott. Are you ready to go? What sort of questions are we talking here? General knowledge or uh, oh, bit of a mixed bag? Bit of everything. Bit of everything. Bit of general knowledge. Bit of pop culture. Bit of common but, sense. Right. We'll see how it goes. I haven't got many of that, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number one, Scott. What date is Pancake Tuesday this year? Uh, Pancake Tuesday is the sixteenth of February. Is correct. correct. Woo! Oh, Ten euro in the bag. Lovely. Well done. Question number two. Kim Kardashian was in the news this week as people were criticising her daughter North's what? Uh, West. <laughs> yeah, but her, but her, <laughs> what, what did North do and people were, were criticising it? What? Oh, the, the, the artist thing, the painting. Yes, correct. Yes. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Question number three, Scott. What age did TV presenter Holly Willoughby turn this week? Um, it was, a, it was a big birthday. It was a milestone birthday. I'm going to say... Uh, 40? Correct! Yeah, well done. Jeez, you wouldn't think Holly Willoughby is 40. But there, she looks no, great. I, 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 no, you I, wouldn't. I was about 30, but uh, I figured 40. Yeah, well done. Uh, okay, <laughs> question four. What is the name of Britney Spears' younger sister? 
Jesus. Uh, and the answer is not Zoe 101. Uh, uh, it, it's a last name. <laughs> Jamie? Yeah, so, yes. Yeah. And then and then it's also the mom's name. So it's like a double barrel kind of name. Uh, Lynn, Jamie. Lynn, Jamie Lynn. Oh, Jamie Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Lynn, yes. <laughs> oh, you could you could you could hear the the cogs in your brain turning right there. You're working that out. Perfect <laughs> having three sisters. <laughs> <laughs> And question number five. Tanisha Leo Varadkar was mocked and jokingly branded the minister for what by Labour, T- Labour Party TD Aon O'Reardon? Uh, don't think I know that one. Uh, can you repeat the question there? Tanisha Leo Varadkar was mocked and jokingly branded the minister for what by Labour Party TD Aon O'Reardon? Uh I'll give you a clue. This is this is somewhere you'll probably want to go during the summer. Jesus, a lot of places I want to go in summer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Spain. Minister for Spain. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was the Minister for Beer Gardens. Ah, Hey, four out of five ain't bad, Scott. 40 quid. I'll take that, I'll take that. Very well Well done. Well done, Scott. Cheers. I I, I better get off, though, because I'm outside this house. Um, (laughs) All right, yeah, go on. You go deliver the food. The food's gone cold. I appreciate that, fellas. Very good one. Scott, take it easy. See you later, Thank you. See you later, boy, boy. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.